In a lot of ways, people that live in tribes, you know, those people that are considered to be even lower on the societal ladder than third world citizens. In a lot of ways, they are better suited for survival than most of us here in America with all of our money, resources and knowledge. The year is 2054 and it's been 30 years since the Great Awakening. Black prosperity is everywhere. It is the new normal. It is the new Black Wall Street. This podcast is the story of how we got there. This is Black Wall Street Rise. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up. Welcome to Black Wall Street Rise. I am your host, Podcast Doc. What does it mean to have power? Who do you think of when you think of someone with power? Do you think of someone with a lot of money? Do you think of a high-ranking political figure? Do you think of law enforcement? Who do you think of? I once thought that power started with being self-sufficient. And in our modern society, most of us are not self-sufficient. We think we are, but we're really not. People in modern societies are self-sufficient within a system or infrastructure that allows them to be self-sufficient. Remove the infrastructure and your illusion of self-sufficiency will go away very quickly. For example, you can have all the money in the world, but what would happen if your municipal water supply stopped working? How would you drink water? How many people listening right now know where a fresh source of water is? Here's the thing. By the time you actually need it, you only have a few days to get it before you die. Can you eat without a grocery store? Do you know how to hunt? Do you know how to farm? Can you make your own tools? What happens if your electricity goes out, your internet goes out, cell towers stop working, gas stations run out of gas, roads become undrivable, and so on? I know, I know this sounds like early warning signs for me being a prepper, but I think it's humbling to remember that most of us are not too far away from only having a few days to live if our infrastructure is removed. In a lot of ways, people that live in tribes, you know, those people that are considered to be even lower on the societal ladder than third world citizens, in a lot of ways, they are better suited for survival than most of us here in America with all of our money, resources and knowledge. I know some of you are thinking, yeah, this is probably true, but how likely is this? This catastrophic event that will remove infrastructure from our comfortable lives. I mean, yeah, there was COVID, but you're talking about something even worse than COVID. Yes. Yes, I'm talking about something potentially worse than COVID. I had a chance to catch up with Ebony Sanders, a school teacher in 2054. Listen to her story on the day that calamity hit Dallas, Texas. How you gonna start today? Do it in a special way. Ride it to this where I stay. Keep a smile up on your face. How you gonna start today? Do it in a special way. Ride it to this where I stay. Keep a smile up on your face. Start today. Ooh, how you gonna 
about the time Dallas went into full-on apocalypse mode. Yeah, you heard that right. We're talking no electricity, no internet, and not even a single bar on your cell phone. It was like Mother Nature decided to show us who's boss. And spoiler alert, it wasn't us. It all kicked off with this insane storm. I'm talking about the kind of storm that seems to come out of nowhere, turning the sky all kinds of angry colors. And then, just like that, Everything that could buzz, beep, or blink just stopped. The whole city was like a ghost town, but with more confused people wandering around. The first couple of days were kind of a blur. Imagine trying to live your best life, but in the 1800s. No lights, no Netflix, and definitely no Uber Eats. Everyone was freaking out, myself included. But then, something kind of amazing started to happen. It turns out, When you take away all the distractions, people can be pretty incredible. Neighbors started talking to each other, like actually talking face to face. Who knew that Mr. Henderson from next door was a whiz with a solar-powered radio? We had folks from every corner of the city stepping up. The Johnsons on Elm Street set up a makeshift community center in their backyard, complete with a hand-cranked phone charger station. And then... There was this group of college kids who organized a bike messenger service to get messages across town. One of the coolest things that happened was the community kitchen that popped up in the park. Chefs, amateurs, and everyone in between brought whatever they had in their pantry, and we all cooked together. We're talking big communal meals every night under the stars. It was like a giant citywide camping trip. We learned a lot that month. Like... How to purify water using sunlight and plastic bottles, or how many candles you need to light up a room. It's more than you think. But the biggest lesson was about how much we needed each other. It didn't matter who you were or where you came from. We were all in this together. People vowed if they ever got out of this mess, they would live their life with more purpose and with more intention. Folks even started talking about starting businesses together. Some say this was the origination of Black Wall Street in Dallas. When the power finally came back on and we all staggered out of our candlelit homes, blinking in the harsh light of technology, it felt like waking up from a dream. Only, it was a dream that had taught us something important. When things get tough, like really tough, that's when you see what people are made of. And let me tell you, the folks in Dallas are made of some pretty strong stuff. We learned that together... We're more than just a bunch of individuals living in the same place. We're a community, a family, and there's real power in that unity. As I said before, I once thought that power came from being self-sufficient. But now I believe that real power comes from unity. Not having all the money or having all the water or all the canned goods, but unity. Living together in harmony. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. You know, I don't know if you caught this, but Ebony mentioned that some say this was the origination of Black Wall Street in Dallas. It'll be interesting to see how things come together as we talk to more and more people in Dallas and in other cities. But 
it seems like this is an important moment for the new Black Wall Street. I'm going to say something you already know, but we don't have to wait for a catastrophe to be unified. We can do it right now. There is absolutely nothing stopping us except ourselves. So let me ask you a question. If you could see the future and could see that your life was destined to be great, what would you do today to ensure that vision comes to pass? This is Black Wall Street Rise. Looking at the mirror and what I see, I worthy, I worthy. Haters can't stop what is meant to be, I worthy, I worthy. I get up every time I fall down, cause the world keeps spinning around. And after everything is said and done, best believe I worthy, I worthy.